Six Pack Chats, episode 14. Let's go. Sure. Okay. What you drinking on tonight? Let me tell you this. I'm putting my foot down, by the way. Oh, yeah? Seltzer tonight? No. If I get another hangover, this is my last IPA. Oh, Dude, I just, I don't know. Everything's IPA these days, it feels like. And I think they give me hangovers. Like the crafty ones, especially. Well, like the ones you're drinking, like how much, what's like the alcohol percentage? Well, okay. So this one's 4%. It's a Lagunitas and it is called Daytime. Yeah. 98 calories, three carbs, IPA. I've had that. That's pretty good. That's part of the problem with IPAs. They taste pretty good. But that hangover the next day, I mean, even if I don't drink 14 of them. Right. See, I'm, uh, I'm drinking a, a Voodoo Ranger and it's okay. American Haze IPA. Mm-hmm. So do you not get hangovers? Uh, I mean, every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I mean, I get them. Seems like a lot. Well, when you wake up and just drink another beer, you feel better. <laughs> Maybe that's what I need to do because I'm not doing something right. Like, um, I, I'm trying to narrow down what the issue is. Some of the issue is, I know this for a fact, when I don't eat a nice thick meal before I drink, that's problematic. That, I think that has a lot to do with it as well. Like what you're already having, like your system to kind of absorb it, you know? Yes. Yes. A lot of times it's like eating's cheating. Yes. But you listen, back in the day, you wouldn't eat so that you get there cheaper. But now, dude, I can't do that. You know what I mean? Right now that I'm what, an adult. What movie was that with the, uh, did you eat today? No, extra buzz for you, buddy. Yeah, what is that? Oh, that was uh, the Adam Sandler bit, I think, where the guy said, oh, I had 14 beers. Mm-hmm. And the guy's lying. Okay, one second. Zoe, please, I'm recording. Can you please? This is very important stuff here. That, that- very important stuff. I know. She's not. Go upstairs and I'll be up there and yell at you properly when we're done. Okay. Uh, is that the bit like the, the bloody buddy? <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think so. I can't remember. But- I, re- I remember when that like CD came out. Mm. I mean, me and my buddies, I mean, on repeat, that and the jerky boys. Listen, I just, I just don't think people get how big of a star all the way around Adam Sandler is. Oh, right. I mean, he put out some very, very, very funny comedy albums, just straight up comedy albums, not like stand up comedy specials. No, like songs. And yes. Yeah. They're, and they were hilarious. They are. They're classic. I mean, you, to this day, you still got like the Turkey song. Mm-hmm. You still got the Hanukkah song that gets played. You still got yes. lunch lady Lane that gets played. My kids love Lunch Lady Land, mm-hmm. especially my eight-year-old. We will watch that, especially when I have too many IPAs. You know, that's when normally what happens is I'll get a few beers in, and my thing, you know, some people are angry drunks, some people are happy drunks. I'm dr- DJ drunk. I'm starting to on my games and online. I'm calling myself Uncle Six Pack. That's DJ awesome. Uncle Six Pack because. Dude, you know when I get about f- you've been around me. When I get about five in, I gotta have that Bluetooth speaker in my control. Yeah, I hear you. And then uh, I gotta take over. What, what we've been or I've been doing lately, you know, a little buzz going. We've been looking up like, like uh, 
the extras, there's the bloopers of like mo- funny movies, you know, or like interesting, or like funny scenes we we like, you know, interesting, especially like SNL skits where they go wrong or whatever, or like when they break, you know, yeah, and like especially when you're like half cocked, yeah, you find that even funnier. Oh, one hundred percent. I don't even know how we got on this. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember. So. Here's my point. I don't know if it's IPAs that don't sit well with me or what, but I'm trying this one. Now, this daytime from Lagunitas is 98 calories, three carbs. I bet it's smooth. I remember when I drank it, I felt like it's smooth. Let me try. Let me try. Let me try. Here's, you know, we keep talking about, we've had a couple guests. I want to interview Jeremy Danner. You know who he is? No. I would call him Kansas City Twitter royalty. Really? I'm surprised you don't know him. He he worked for uh, Boulevard for quite a while and now works for like Four Hands Brewing. I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I, I'll bet you do. I'll bet you do. Kansas City Twitter royalty. I would like to get him on. The other person I would like to get on, Kansas City Twitter beer royalty, is the young lady that broke the Patrick Mahomes story. Oh, I yeah, think she yeah. works at like Plaza Liquors and yeah. she's like the beer manager down there. I mean, that's a good gig, right? I mean, would like, it be, you though? Broke, you broke the biggest contract oh, in sports that's history. Amazing. That, that's, that's a crazy story. But I just don't know if I'd be a good beer manager. I don't know if I could ever become like a Twitter royalty because like it just takes so much. Yeah. You know, like in responding and like, I guess like I just don't want to, I don't care what people think I said, like I might say something, but I don't give a shit what someone thinks about it. You know, let's see how many times he tweeted today, right? Because his tweets are good too. You have to do a lot of them and they have to be quality, right? Right. right. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve 10, 11, 12 tweets in the last 22 hours. So you're right. It does. You got to put in work. Now I think his job though is, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's his job. Kansas city on-premise specialist and brand ambassador for four hands brewing. So he's a brand ambassador. So I think that's car, you know, it's part of your job. Right. Totally. Um, and I wonder how many, like how often he responds to people. A lot. I mean, like, he's good at it. Well, he's good at it. My thing is like, just Twitter, you have so many freaking people that are hiding behind. Like, they're just, I mean, I get it. Like, they're just trolling people, which is yeah. fu- which is funnier than shit. Yeah. But, but, like, I don't have, if someone wants to try to troll me, I'd be like, whatever, dude. Like, cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, all right. Move on. Well, I wonder, like, the young lady, I wish I knew her name. I could probably find it. That the broke the Patrick Mahomes story, the Plaza Liquor beer manager whatever i wonder how many dudes just you know her name got out there her twitter got out there and then she was just dodging dogs in the dms you know what i mean (laughs) right so i figured out her name the young lady i'm talking about is katie camlin she her official job is beer manager at plaza liquor i wonder i wonder how much sales went up at plaza liquor I mean, you want to talk about some great advertising for them. Well, I'm pretty I'm pretty sure I like saw somewhere or read somewhere that like for like a whole day she just had to get off like social media. Because like news actual like news outlets are like hitting her up and stuff. 
Yeah, so she doesn't follow me on. I mean, then she can't, she can't be a real person then. Well, she doesn't follow me, so I can't send her a DM and go, hey, um, are you done with doing all your important podcasts and would you do ours? Yeah, right. Like, and we, we got one you could help out with. Yeah. But I, you know what? Also share it, please. Right. Um, also, what I was thinking, what we need to do is become experts. Yes. In bite science and like fire science. <laughs> I was looking that up today. Because all you need is 40 hour correspondence and we can like, <laughs> listen. We can listen. legit do like courtroom <laughs> stuff. So a couple things. That's so funny. So you must have listened to that Joe Rogan. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Joe Rogan had a couple of um, freedom project guys that exonerate wrong, wrongfully convicted people. And they, they do some great work. And they said that. And I was like, Ooh, maybe I could be an arson investigator. Cause they said 40 hours. I went on there. I was not having any luck in finding these 40 hour classes. Maybe it's not in our city. Now, I wonder if they might have been overstating how easy it was. Do you think that's possible? I don't know. know. They made it sound pretty fucking easy. (laughs) And then here was the other thing. As I was searching it and I was finding a little bit, I was like, am I going to have to go into a house with burnt bodies and stuff? No, you come in after the fact. Oh, do I? Yeah. I don't have to see bodies or anything? No, I'm pretty sure not. And well, you might have to look at like autopsy, burn marks, but oof. right. Here's here's my other question: Are people going to come after me if I have to go to court and like testify that they started a fire? No, I mean, mm. and even if you're wrong, like, and you're you just frame somebody because like yeah. that's what you can do. Yeah, like <laughs> this is what my evidence says. Like I, I make a and. And say you're you're lying, no repercussions, dude. Is that right? Nothing falls nothing falls back on you. Okay. Which is even crazy. That's crazy. Right? Okay, so you can be a bite scientist. I thought an arson investigator would be pretty cool. Right, but I also thought like you had to be like a firefighter or something to do that, you know? Well, yeah, kind of it seemed like it seemed like in the uh, research I was doing, they wanted you to start out there. Now, you definitely don't have to have uh, a college degree, which I have anyway. It's fine. But it, it's not in like criminal justice or anything. Trump University doesn't count. <laughs> That's not what I heard. I heard it was tremendous yeah, right. when I signed up. I heard it was the best university. I have a buddy who's a firefighter, and I'm pretty sure like, while he was firefighting, like he was going to like school within the firefighting department, whatever, for like, like fire science and stuff like that. Listen, here's where the money's at. You don't work for the city. You don't, you either a work for yourself or you work for insurance companies. That's where the racket is because they're like, oh, if you can figure out the arson, that's one price. Oh, if you can prove that we don't have to pay because of however it started, then that's another price. And you just got a bonus. Oh, right. Don't you think? Or be like on like retainer with a law firm. Yes. Retainer. That's the way to go. Be a consultant. Yeah. Be like. That's the way to go. You need me to make it look like my, my conclusion, make your guy look innocent. Okay. Right. 
I can come yes. out. I can come up with that. That's hey. So I I really was. That's so funny. I was researching that today. Like maybe this could be my career. Maybe this is my new jam. Until like you put it innocent like. Yeah, person in prison, person forever. away for yeah, life. Yeah, yeah. They, they, That's a bummer. And they get out twenty years later and come find you. Well, no, no, no. You're right because there was some amount of like, I'm not all that smart. But like when I work at a radio station, if I play the wrong song, not a big deal. If you're wrong about how this fire started, right? Like, there's if you, lives at stake. Like if you play the wrong Taylor Swift song, oh well. Yeah, right. Everybody's still happy. Right. Except that boyfriend sitting in the driver's mm. seat, just yeah, yeah, white knuckle in it. <laughs> but lives aren't at stake. Totally, totally. That was the other thing. So I kind of talked myself out of that. Yeah, um, right, like eh, real cool. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> A little too high stakes. Here's the other thing I want to tell you, dude. I was listening to um, one of my favorite podcast episodes of anything of all time was um, Joe Rogan number 1312 when Miss Pat was on. You know Miss Pat? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know she's in town this weekend, right? No way. Yeah, she's at the uh, Comedy Club of Kansas City. Sweet. Are you ready to go to a comedy club yet? Um, well. <laughs> I know, same here. It depends. Like, are they doing like 25% of... Like capacity, capacity with, yep. with biohazard suits and right. That's the thing because listen, at a comedy club, people are getting drunk and laughing out loud, and them droplets are just spreading like wildfire. Well, unless you're just laughing into a mask, right? I guess, but people are drinking and eating. It's like a restaurant. Are they having to wear masks? Well, that's what I don't know. I mean, are they? I don't are either. they even serving food and drinks? Yes. Because I'm on their website now, they're doing single-use paper menus. Oh, that makes sense. I, w- I wonder what like the spacing is, you know? Right. Because like when I get belly laugh going, who knows where my shit's spewing? Dude, I would love to see Miss Pat. She is hilarious. She is very, very funny. She's doing two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, and a show on Sunday. And I'm so tempted to go. If I was in town, I'd go with you. Oh, you're out of town? I'm out of town. Are you, are you going to the lake again? I am. God. They're, living that good well, life. Well, this time, we're only going, leaving Friday at like 11. So we'll get down there like 2-ish, 2.30. I'm still jealous. And then come on Sunday morning. But, I'm still jealous. Yeah, I mean, and it's not like our last time we went to the lake with like my family, family, when we had a huge house. This, yeah. is, this is like a, I mean, I don't care. I mean, I'm still at the lake, right? So it's going to work out. She's there Sunday night at seven. Ooh, I might. I mean, Sunday a, night's rough, isn't it? Because you're like, I got to work Monday and blah, blah, blah. Unless I get fired before then. Ooh, okay. Well, I don't, okay. I don't know if my, and, If your boss finds this podcast yeah, before Friday right? at five. No, nah, he'd probably be like, how do I get on it? How do I get on it? <laughs> So she's great, man. I, I'm really tempted to go. I, I feel like, though, that would be so embarrassing if I caught that Rona at a comedy club during a pandemic. Like, it's like getting fired on your day off. I want to say there's a joke in there, but it might be too soon. 
Yeah. You know? Seriously, it just would be, it would be bad and I wouldn't, it would just be bad and embarrassing. It'd be like going to Sturgis. <laughs> like you went, you went to, uh, what was the, I, the concert? I would, what I, was the concert? I would actually say I got it from Smash Mouth. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You went to a, you got Rona at a Smash Mouth concert. That's embarrassing. Right in 2020. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, I got, right. I got Rona at a, at a Smash Mouth back in 92. Yeah, and you're like, okay, I get it. How, well, how I'm, I'm really how if, if you ran into somebody, they're like, yeah, man, I got it. God, man, that sucks. Where do you think you got it? And they said Smash Mouth concert. <laughs> <laughs> like, would you just start laughing at them? I'm trying to come up with a more embarrassing way to come down with the Rona. All I want to know is if they played the Shrek song. <laughs> you know they did. You That's the thing. And w- these bikers are out there singing, hey, now, you're a rock star. Right. That's what I'm right. Like, or or I would, whatever the I Shrek song. I would not peg Smash Mouth as a biker music. Exactly. You couldn't find a different group? And that's really okay. So I'm considering that. Um, she's really funny. That episode of Rogan is really, I think it's 1312. She's here in town. I'm torn. I don't know what to do. I flip a coin. I want to go. I'm really considering it. Um, so if I catch that roan, I guess I deserve whatever I get. Just, I just don't want to spread it around. Just like get a hazmat suit and just walk in that bitch like that. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking that, right? And then people think, I really oh, am. he's part of the gig, like some joker coming in a hazmat suit. Well, and you're like, no, I'm fragile. I'm really bummed because, you know, Burt Kreischer is in town soon, too, right? Burt Baccarat? No, Burt Kreischer. Oh. The machine, bro. Yeah, the machine. Yeah, he's doing uh, the Independence Movie Theater, a hotbox tour. Last night, we missed it. He was doing two shows so, last night. So comedy tours are still going on, but not like actual music tours. Right. So barely, I guess. I mean, the indoor comedy clubs, you can have it 25% or whatever they're doing, 30%. Burt Kreischer was doing the um, drive-in shows where, you know, you're at a drive-in mm-hmm. and you're in your own car. So Oh, the drive-in this weekend's also playing um karate kid i believe that movie is so weird oh yeah it's weird man like if you go back and watch like 80s and 90s like teen-esque movies some of the shit in it you're like oh like was i really like know what i was watching when i was growing up well that's the thing so my buddies and i were talking about let's have a family movie night and they're like yeah let's watch some classics you can't watch classics with kids, dude. Listen, I will I will I will go to bat that I cannot show um Back to the Future to my kids. It's bad. I think you can. We've I've shown Bro, I've shown it to my bad. kids. I, my kids have <laughs> it's watched bad. My kids have watched Austin Powers. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I I did show it to my kids and I fully regretted it. Why? Cuz now they want to be Martin McFly. Listen, you know, you remember the end scene where they're at prom and the dude's like sexually assaulting yeah. her? But but hey, in the 50s, that was a thing. Yeah, it was much more. It was no big deal. You pull the guy off, you, you pop him one, and you're good. Right, exactly. 
I mean, and, and the moms and like and coming on to the son. Right. I mean, but they got to understand, like, he's not who he is. They don't think they know him, you know? Well, I know. I, I'm just saying, dude, PG of the 80s is not PG of now. Oh, heck no. Like, is, oh, what is that fucking movie called? When Jerry O'Connell was a little fat boy? Um, Not the Stand by lot. me. Stand by me. Was that? P- I read that book in like sixth grade. Was that PG? I'm sure it was. Because that's pretty like. I mean, out of the gate, they find a um, body. Yes, like that's the main plot. No, it's R actually. Huh? Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, not good. Because <laughs> not good. Because I'm pretty sure I watched uh, like twelve. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know. But maybe that's a way. To ease kids in. Well, so you want to you want to hear something that's awful, dude. And and um, my eight year old wanted to watch it the other night. Grease. Oh, that's some foulness. Well, that's straight up. Well, like disturbing. Go, go listen to like um, lyrics from like Elvis Presley and shit. Like, yes. there is some yes. fucked up shit in those lyrics. Like from like. <laughs> Like the fifties and six, like you know what I'm saying? Uh, yes. And so, like, it just yes. runs into these movies. Yeah, like. Okay, Stand by Me was our. That's good. Yeah, but there are some like, whoa! I'm not sure if this is kosher, you know. <laughs> but I was. I mean, I guess I just grew up like when twelve. I go, Stand by Me's on. I'm like, you can watch that, you know. Yeah, it's weird uh, because I read the book Stand by Me. I guarantee you. Um, when I was a kid that here's the thing, my parents, and I feel bad because I am not this way anymore, but because there was no internet and no TV, my parents were avid readers. Like they read a lot and my dad, and I, maybe I shouldn't say this, but he was a train engineer. So he would just read books. You know, it was the old school texting and driving, except it was a train and a book, not a Camry and a a cell phone. Well, and like at least you're on track. So it just guides you. Yeah, you just have to watch out for people crossing it, trucks and homeless people or whatever. So he would read a lot, and he would read Stephen King, and my mom was always into mobsters and, like, true crime stuff. And I remember, it's fourth grade, and I was reading a book about a kid that had been kidnapped and tortured. I don't know why this book must have been laying around my mom's house or whatever, and it This is how much of a dork I was. For some reason, it was play day, right? I remember it was play day, and everybody else is catching blue ribbons. And I'm outside reading this true crime book, and I go up to my teacher, and I'm like, "Um, Ms. Smith, what is a catheter? She was (laughs) like, because this kid had been kidnapped and tortured and burned and whatever. And uh, she was like, what are you reading? So I was reading stuff I shouldn't have been. And I read Stand By Me. I read a bunch of Stephen King books when I shouldn't have been. Just but be- on some level, I don't feel like that's as bad. You're just before your time. Uh, I, like, or like, look, that's like, why I turned out like this. Like movies, like, I guess, I mean, it's probably not very, it's probably appropriate. Like I'm just looking at movies right now, like PG-13 movies, arachnophobia. My mind, I think, fuck that. That needs to be R. But it's probably like. No cussing, you know, just scary. Right, shit. I have no idea. I don't remember. No, it's PG, like Edward Scissorhands, PG thirteen. Mm. 
Kinder, See, kindergarten cop about kids getting just taken. Oh, really? Do you remember? See, a lot of these movies I don't remember. It's I don't not remember. A tumor. <laughs> that clip I remember, but I don't remember. <laughs> That's kindergarten cop. It's not a tumor. It's not a tumor. I mean, so many of those movies, when you look back at them, you know, you're like, yo, that, like, Back to the Future is wild. Grease is wild, dude. Oh, yeah. Well, especially like Grease, like, I get like their teenage high school kids, supposedly, you know, but like, mm-hmm. like the one of the first seeds is like Kaniki, like confronting what's her name about getting pregnant from some other dude. Right. You know, like what? Like, well, and the first song is like, yo, I met a girl. Did she put out? He was like, ha ha ha. Right. And they were like, did she put up a fight? And they're like, oh, you know, it was all this like. So, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to protect my kids from watching Grease, from watching Back to the Future, and then they're going to Google something, and it's going to go south on them, and they're going to know more than <laughs> I know now. Well, 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 the problem is with Google, they're going to Google something, and like porn's going to pop up. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You know? And then they're going to get more of a lesson, the 10 times the lesson they would have got from Grease. Like, all right, so when it comes to like music, per se like i don't steve gives the shark daddy gives them the green light well no i don't yeah i don't i won't censor their music or like stuff like that they want to listen to like my son wait 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 wait. you're not letting your kids listen to that new cardi b song wap right oh i don't know my son's probably listening to it stop here's the deal like i tell my son i'm like look I'm not going to censor to what you listen to, but you have to know who your audience is in life. Like certain, like you and your buddies can talk about certain things that you can't talk about when you're with like a buddy and a mom, you know? I mean, listen, I hate that you're making sense to me because that does make good sense. And it seems where I'm coming from, like good parenting. Right. I mean, cause you, you ain't going to be able to, like shield him from everything. So it's like, look, right. there's going to be, well, I don't he doesn't listen to a lot of Cardi B, but he listens to a lot of rap, but just like, <laughs> look, I'm like, just know your audience. Don't be an idiot. And he's pretty good. I about mean, it. how he's good about it. You know what Cardi B song I'm talking about though? No, right? I, I, yeah, I totally know. Oh, okay. That new one where it's wild. Well, she's a wild gal. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she is. She just enjoys life. I mean, how can you, <laughs> how can you knock someone for that? You know? Okay. I'm with you there. I'm with you there. She just so just poetry about her life experiences. I, the thing is, there's something maybe to be said for letting my 10-year-old or whatever watch PG 13 movies while I'm around so that they don't get hit with the world, like a ton of bricks at 15 or whatever. Uh, dude, we've, do you agree? No. Yeah. Like, so we've fully watched some pretty like risque PG 13 movies like, um, Insta family. Yeah. Huh, okay. Hilarious. Huh, okay. Hilarious. But there are some moments in it and situations that, like, I mean, they talk about, like, masturbation, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, it, yeah. Like, 
and like because I'm watching it, like my son dropped it one day, like I don't know, we were at dinner talking about something, but them being teenagers and all of a sudden my son's like, Oh, I'm not gonna be like those other teen made teenagers that masturbate all the time. <laughs> what? Not like because he Stop. he heard it in the movie, you know, <laughs> but didn't quite know what it was. And of course, you, like you were like, of course, yeah, my dad right. just loses it, like just thinks it's the funniest thing in the world. And like it's it was funny when he dropped it, you know. But no, like, like we watch PG thirteen movies all the time. Well, so last night this happened last night. Like, I think we watched Talladega Nights and Step Brother, or like Talladega Nights the other night. So last night I turn on um, with my middle child. I turn on uh, Don't Mess with the Zohan. (laughs) Dude, in the first 60 seconds, you see Adam Sandler's ass like three times. Of course. But that's Adam Sandler. He's a. a, Well, I know, but I'm like, really? You can't even like sneak it in halfway through. You got to get out of the gate. Right. And she was like, oh, and so I was like, oh. And so I turned it off just because I, for some reason, I started out this episode praising Adam Sandler and swinging from his nuts. And now I'm like, bro, why are you now all of a sudden I turned into a square? I don't think you're a square. Well, when I'm, when it comes to my kids, I am. So that's funny. I'm looking up the most inappropriate movies, like PG movies of all time. Yeah. Yeah. Grease is on there. What did I tell you? It's crazy. Well, it's crazy. Like there are movies on here that I don't even know were PG. We're like, um, who framed Roger Rabbit? Listen, PG 13 wasn't a thing until maybe the nineties. Like 16 candles look it with up. PG? Yeah. Oh, like, 16 candles? Like, didn't she get felt up by her grandma? I'm <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? Right. Bad news. So in the Bad News right. Bears. Okay, so the PG rating was introduced in 1984. The first film to be released as a PG 13 movie was. I'll give you three guesses. Go. 1984. Uh, Back to the Future. Nope. This movie's like scary, but not a horror film. It was dystopian, if you will. In 1985, the wording was simplified to parents strongly cautioned. Some material may be inappropriate for children. First film released, 1984, a war film. Huh. Was it uh, Hamburger Hill? No, that's a good guess. I think I don't know. <laughs> I'm just trying one to, more guess. Trying to think one of like, more guess. Like things my dad watched. A war film. 1984 war film. It involved high schoolers saving the world, essentially. If I Red Dawn. Yes. Woo! <laughs> that was a good hint, though. Did you Google that? No, that, that was a good hint. Like the, your your last hint to me, like gave it away. That was awesome. Uh, Red Dawn, first PG-13 film. No way. Uh, 1984. I should go back and watch that. I remember being freaked out by that movie. Yeah. I mean, well, then again, like, I remember, like, watching a lot of movies through my fingers growing up with my dad. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My, my, dad, my dad was the type that, like, I'm going to watch whatever I want to watch. And if you're in the room, that's your problem. <laughs> and so That like, also good parenting. Yeah, right. And so, like, uh, yeah. I literally had like movies I'd watch just like 
well, it's what I watched. I put my hands in front of me just all scared. Okay. Well, I'm going to go watch Red, if I can find it. Some of these movies are hard to find. You know what I mean? Red Dawn's probably hard to find. Well, and you're pro- I'm pretty sure there was like a newer one that came out. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. Um, so- all right. Last question. Last question real quick. Then we're going to wrap it up because I'm done with my three. Last question. This is a weird question I saw. Weird internet question. If you could trade one year of your life for $30,000, how many years would you trade? Oh, shit. Well. And no, you don't know when you die. Right. Well. So you get the check tomorrow. What's the average age of life? I mean, like, it's got to be like 91 or something. Um, what average American lifespan, according to males, 76. 76.1, 76, 76. So how many, how many years for 30 grand are you trading in? Um, well, I feel like I'm going to be the one of those weirdos that lived to like a hundred. Okay. So I'll give 20 years. <laughs> <laughs> I got to say, dude, I'm glad you said that. I asked a guy today at work. He said zero. Zero. I would at least give three. At least. Right. Like, at least. Yeah. At least I three. honestly was up there with you in the 20s. I Because imagine if you live to be 100, those years from 80 to 100 aren't going to be all that. Right. But imagine how much better the next 20 could be with if your, you had an extra 600 thou. Right. Like what kind of traveling you could do with your family, you know? Well, like, you could just quit working. Yeah. And just live life. Yes. The quality of life you would be upgrading early on. I had more than one person say zero. Well, in Because I was asking people. And the fact like, oh, all of a sudden I have 300000 $600,000. Okay, cool. Now I can like set my family up. Right. You know, like, all right, I'm going to give up 20 years of my life. So my family is better off. Yes. Here, college is covered. The house is paid off. Now you're still going to have to grind it out, but you're not going to have to grind it out to pay mortgage. Right. Like, right. You got to get a job, but like your necessities are taken care of. Look, you could give each kid a hundred K pay off all your bills or whatever it is, you know, and just now we're all at even go from here. That's now look, if you live to be 80, I figure my, my luck, I'm like, cool, I'll take it 20 years. And they're like, Oh, bad news. You were only going to live three. Here's 90, (laughs) here's 90 grand sucks to be you. Like, no, but it doesn't matter. You asked me how many I wanted to give up. So give me that money. Yeah. Not my fault. Right. Right. You're right. It's not my fault yeah, like, that I died not, earlier. You talk to the Grim Reaper about that. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You go collect from the Grim Reaper. Yeah. 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 I need my full check. I need all 600K. Yeah. Or, or else I'm going to come back and haunt you for the rest of your damn life. Until my family for my is money. rich. <laughs> right. I'm just going to make the, okay, so good. You made me feel a lot better. Um, I guess I'm going to go drink more of these 
uh, Lagunitas daytimes and see if I have a hangover. That becomes a question when I wake up tomorrow. Uh, do I have a hangover because I had six beers or was it because they were IPAs? <laughs> no, how you feel tomorrow morning and then tomorrow go grab six like light beers and drink yeah. them and see how you feel yeah. the next day. It's science. Yeah. Steve, it's science. Just don't mix like hard liquor in there. Well, I think what I need to do now is go and change our podcast designation on all platforms to a science podcast. Yeah. We're like doing research. We really are. Like, hey, this researcher, is- if, if you want to figure out some shit, we're your guinea pig. Listen to this. <laughs> all right. That was uh, number 14, dude. Uh, coming in under an hour. Uh, six Pack is knocked out. Another podcast. Good one, dude. Hey, 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 hey. Come back from the lake again with some bits next week. Oh, I will. I'll get you some. (laughs) I need lake stories. All right, buddy. Good job. Cheers. Cheers, mate.